This is Kevin Burke from the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. This episode, entitled Prisoner of Love, aired on February the 10th, 1964, was written by Harvey Bullock and directed by Earl Bellamy. This is one of my favorite, I'll call it understated episodes. There's not a lot of comedy in here, but there are some funny moments. But this episode has been described as one of the most sensual episodes on The Andy Griffith Show. But the way it starts out is that uh, we see uh, at the front of the courthouse, again, one of my favorite type of scenes to see on The Andy Griffith Show. Barney and Andy are just sitting out in front of the courthouse talking about what they're going to do for the evening. And what we hear is Barney basically saying uh, three or four times he's going to go home, change clothes, they'll go to Thelma Lou's and watch the George Raft movie on television. And what they do in this scene is uh, they both repeat a little bit about what Barney's going to do over and over. And again, it just shows you the pace of Mary Berry, the slow pace that we get out of Mary Berry. And again, I love these scenes sort of like they have on the front porch of, of Andy Griffith's homes also. Well, they start to go back in, the telephone rings, and uh, Andy answers it, and, and he, he informs Barney that the state police are going to bring a prisoner. Uh, so um, what happens is they begin to get into discussion of who is going to stay with the prisoner, because you can't leave a prisoner unguarded you know, in the courthouse. And so both of them want to go home, particularly Barney, because he has a date set up with Thelma Lou. So again, they have this discussion about the, uh, the prisoner. Now, a couple of things about the prisoner. I'm going to have to say that between this prisoner and Barbara Eden, who plays the manicurist, I believe these are the two most beautiful women that appear on The Andy Griffith Show, and I know that's up for debate. But uh, it's really hard for me to pick between this actress. Her name was Susan Oliver. She's probably best known for playing the character Laura Horton on the Days of Our Lives in the mid-1970s. But uh, again, I, I love her in this episode, uh, just as I love Barbara Eden in the Manicurist episode. By the way, those of you who are going to Mayberry Days 2015, Barbara Eden is scheduled to appear for the first time ever at Mayberry Days. A lot of us are real excited about that, and I'm happy to announce that my wife and I will be staying in the Andy Griffith Childhood Home the entire 2015 Mayberry Days. So we're looking forward to that as well. But anyway, back to the episode. So they bring the prisoner in, and at this point, no one knows that the prisoner is going to be female. So when she comes in, uh, Barney, uh, Andy has left, and so Barney sees her, and he's mesmerized. <laughs> he can barely speak, and again, he's just staring. And when he has to sign off a document stating that he's received the prisoner, he actually uses the jail cell key until he realizes that it's not the pen. So uh, once... Uh, the, the state police leave. Barney goes up to her and says, are you the prisoner? Now, this is key because we're going to talk about this a little bit later. And also, as Barney introduces himself, he uses the middle initial Bernard P. Fife. You know, in other episodes, he's called Bernard Milton Fife. So, again, it depends on uh, which episode, what his middle name is. So uh, she basically wants to smoke a cigarette, and then here comes some of the humor. When Barney runs around the courthouse as fast as he can to, uh, to be able to light her cigarette for her. Andy comes in, and when Andy comes in, he doesn't notice the prisoner at all, and uh, he basically has Barney leave, and then Andy goes and sits down and happens to take a glance over, and then you see him uh, pull up a magazine, then he realizes what he just saw, and it's funny how he just lowers the magazine, and he takes a few long glances at her. Uh, and then he gets up a little bit later, and he goes over to the, the, the bulletin board, and while he's looking at her, he actually sticks himself with one of the thumbtacks. And then Andy goes over to talk to her and introduce himself, and again, he asks her, are you the prisoner? There's a couple of things they do in this episode where 
that show uh, Barney and Andy being very much alike. And a lot of the comedy in the episode is the differences between Barney and Andy. Andy's very laid back and usually doesn't get excitable, and Barney's exactly the opposite. Well, in this episode, there's a couple of times where Barney and Andy are basically acting the same way. It happens about three or four times, so just notice how they make them like each other or similar to each other might be a better term. So anyway... um, after that, um, Andy has a funny line where they're talking, and uh, he's talking to the prisoner, and he says, you don't look anything like a boy. <laughs> so Andy makes a couple of comments similar to this. Now, one thing you may notice from this episode is that the prisoner's name is never given. Now, I've told you the actor's name was Susan Oliver, but they never give the prisoner's name in this episode. And that's going to be the trivia question a little bit later on. might be the most difficult trivia question I've ever asked on the Burke on Mayberry podcast. So a few minutes later, Barney comes back, and now they both uh, want to stay because of the beautiful prisoner. Again, remember earlier they were trying to talk each other and staying. Now they both want to stay. Uh, she asked for a pillow, and again we see Barney uh, go uh, bouncing through the courthouse to the next jail cell to get her a p- pillow. A few minutes later, we see them actually take a sheet. You know, being the gentleman they are, they put up a sheet so she can get undressed. And this, again, provides another sensual but funny scene. Uh, once they put the sheet up, they turn the courthouse lights off, but she left her light on in the in the jail cell. So what happens is she goes up and starts to undress a little bit, and you can see a silhouette of her undressing, and we can see the the eyes start to bulge with Andy and Barty in this episode. Again, I love what they do here. You've got a real quiet moment, and they're staring at the girl, and all of a sudden, who comes busting in? Otis comes in with a snoopful, as uh, Opie would say. And one of the funniest aspects of this entire episode is that he's drunk and disorderly, and they won't let him stay in the jail cell. Even though there's another uh, cell open, they don't have a, the bed sheet on anything. They basically have taken everything out and put it in, in the prisoner's cell. And uh, they won't let Otis go to jail. Imagine that. Uh, Andy even says the line, We can't take you tonight, Otis. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. And uh, Otis is fighting to get in, and, and he, uh, they put him outside and get him pushed outside, and Otis is begging, let me in, let me in. <laughs> what prisoner begs to be let into the cell? Again, I just find that so funny. So then um, uh, Andy and Barney have to uh, make a decision who's going to take Otis home, and so Barney has to go, and we find out later that Otis escaped three times while he was trying to get him home. And uh so uh, Andy goes back and starts talking to the prisoner again, and she asks him to basically sit down and chat, which he does. And then then later on, she lures him inside the jail cell, and they're right beside each other. And this is one of the times where you think Andy may actually, who is now mesmerized by the uh, prisoner, almost kiss the prisoner. And they just about do when you hear the, the squad car horn blow and, uh, because Barney's return. And so... After Andy sort of comes to his senses, he decides to go home, and we see a brief appearance by Aunt B, and Andy goes to read the paper, and then a few minutes later, uh, Andy decides to go out on the porch, and one of the few episodes, we see Andy smoking a cigarette on the porch, and you see him thinking about things, and even smelling his collar, because Aunt B had referred to uh, the perfume, or he claimed it was aftershave, uh, on his collar. But we see Andy thinking, and you know, you don't know if he's thinking, well, is she gonna, is Barney going to let her out if I got mesmerized? Is Barney going to be mesmerized, or should I just go back and check on her because I want to see this beautiful prisoner? So he heads back to the courthouse, and just as he gets to the courthouse door, you see him start to hesitate. And again, I believe this is a hesitation of whether or not 
uh, he really should go in and, and go through with this because it may lead to. You could also maybe think that maybe he doesn't want to go in and make Barney feel like he's uh, incapable. But just before he starts opening the door, the door opens up and there's the prisoner. And she's trying to escape. And we turn around and look and Barney hasn't even noticed. He's locked in the jail cell trying to undo a little uh, suitcase that she has. And so uh, Andy sees him and doesn't say anything to him. And you can tell by the look on Barney's face that he's really embarrassed about what's happened. So we get to the final scene. The state police come back to pick up the prisoner. And uh, um, again, you, we start to see uh, the prisoner start to use her uh, feminine wiles on the uh, new state police officer who's escorting her out the door. Uh, now, another interesting thing here, if you look at the two state police officers, one has his tie and worn in a normal manner. The one escorting the prisoner to the car has his tie stuffed in his shirt, which is sort of interesting. Maybe he did that so the prisoner couldn't pull on it. But again, it's interesting how he has his tie that way. When they get outside to the state police car, you can see on the side of the car it says state police. But if you look at the car, it looks an awful lot like uh, the Mayberry Squad car. You know, so I'm guessing they probably just put a, a decal on the side to make it look like that. And then uh, the car drives off, and basically that's the end of the episode. Now, I alluded a little bit earlier that I'm going to ask a very tough trivia question. I said that the prisoner's name was never given during this episode. However, in the script, um, there was a name given to this character. Again, it's not used in the show, but uh, it wasn't a script, so you're going to have to do some digging on this. But the question is, what was the prisoner's actual name in the episode? Not the actress's name, but the prisoner's name in the episode that was never mentioned. If you think you know the answer to that, then email your answer to me at burke at imayberry.com. That's B-U-R-K-E at the letter imayberry.com. Or you can go to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, and look at the name of the episode, Prisoner of Love, and in parentheses, you'll see the name of this prisoner that was never used in the episode. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact me again at burke at imayberry.com. And as they would say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.